Hello everybody, my name is Richard, that's Tom, this is Terrifying Tom, and this week we are discussing the 2023 film, The Exorcist Believer. Spoilers, obviously, um, first off the bat, this film is out of the cinema right now. Yeah, so as, if, we, as we're recording it. If you have not seen this film yet, then and you don't want spoilers, then... yeah. Move along. I mean, there's spoilers for pretty much every single episode we do. It just happens to be that most films are like nearly 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, but obviously for this one, you know, we prefer you check out the film first. Yeah. If you so please, if you're not particularly bothered about that, then that's fine. Go ahead. We'll yeah, just fine. talk about it anyway. Also, uh, because this film is currently out of the cinemas, there might not be as many clips in this episode, obviously. Just, uh, just giving you a little bit of a heads up on that as well. Just, uh, you know copyright and all that stuff so yeah anyway the exorcist believer when two girls go uh, disappear into the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened to them the father will go on a mission to find a certain author the father of which girl uh the black girl i can't remember the names Ange. is it Ange? I'm really bad with names. I can't you know? remember. That. I can't remember the little girl's name uh, with the other family. But I remember so, uh, Caroline, Angela is the Christine. Is, I don't know. But Angela is the name Captain. of the uh, main girl in this film. It begins with a C. I know it begins with a C. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the father of Ange Postacoglu. Um made that reference before I could. Thank you very much for stealing that. Sorry. Damn, that was all I was thinking about during that film. You shouldn't have told me what they, the name they, they, was. They, they were cashing you in on... You shouldn't have told me what the name <laughs> they was. They were cashing in on Tottenham's uh, being top of the Premier League yeah, as we support this. successes. That was... Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that's the only reason they made named that Angela. in their minds, yeah. Uh, yeah, the father of Ange will go on a mission to find a mother, an author, who has experienced these things before. Hmm. Who's that, I wonder? don't know. It stars... Based on the IMDb page, by the way, this is not my decision making. This is the IMDb page. It stars Linda Blair, Ellen Burstyn, and Jennifer Nettles. Two of which are in it for probably less than ten minutes. I was going to say you're the the main name that you said at the start there is in it for like seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but apparently she's top billing. Boom. She's the one everyone knows. Right. She? Even even ahead of her mother in the film, who's in the film for a, a significant portion of it. Um, <laughs> um, and it is directed by David Gordon Green. First, before we continue, Tom, how are you, sir? Oh, good. For, thanks for asking. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, uh, I I I realised that when we recorded the last episode, I did it wrong. Usually, I do the little blurb and then ask you how you are. Oh, right, um, but, but I'm I, sure these people don't care about how I am. They want to know about the film, right? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, like I said, you're the titular character of this show. so you know. <laughs> I am, it's all about me. Yeah, that's true. It's your world and we're just living in it. Yeah, if only. So, what can you tell me about your history with, well, not this film, because obviously the first time you saw it was with me the other day, but The Exorcist in general. Obviously, this is a uh, sequel to the 1970s film, The Exorcist. Uh, yeah, this is the 50th anniversary of The Exorcist. Uh, the original, which I only really realised today while doing a little bit of research. Um, yes, yeah, so the 50th anniversary. Obviously, they want to ch- they want to cash in on that, which is understandable. Can you believe it's been 50 years since this film came out? Uh, the Exorcist. The it's original. scary to think that you know, 50 years ago to me is the 1940s. 
Yeah, 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 totally, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's the seventies. Seventies, yeah. Soon it will be the eighties. But oh, let's not. Let's not. Well, on that right now. Um, so, the, yeah, The Exorcist um, was, I mean, for a lot of people, it was one of those films that was touted as, like, the scariest movie ever made. Yeah. And people have been fainting and being sick watching this movie. Have you seen The Exorcist? You've got to see this movie. It's completely, yeah. utterly scary. But you can't see it in the UK because it's banned. But I've got a copy of it if you want it. You know, that, that kind of shit. It's in Korean. But... Yeah, that, that and um, A Clockwork Orange were always the... Two that I think were always like, you've got to see these movies that are like, well, too extreme. But there's no way to watch them. Clockwork Orange is so boring. I disagree. But yeah, um, it's. I enjoyed the film. Um, but if you remember the fact that it was uh, nominated for Oscars, as I mentioned earlier, it was nominated for Best Film, I think, as well. In the, in, uh, so this is kind of like. A drama in a lot of ways the for original Exorcist. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I want to say, boring passages in there. <laughs> I'd say world um, building, lot of, lot but yeah, religion, sure. A lot of religious talk. I mean, the, the film's about exorcism, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. about the fight between good and evil. So obviously there's going to be a lot of religious chat. But if you're expecting, if you're going into this film and expecting um, something like a, a scream or a saw or something like that. You're talking about... The, the Exorcist the original, or the new one? The original. The original, if you're, okay. If you're going to watching that for the first time expecting something like that... Yeah, no. Friday the, thir- Friday the 13th, it's not, it has, the same, it's not in the same ballpark. It has visual aspects to it, but it's more about the psychological um, torture amongst the cast, really, more than anything, isn't it? It's. I mean, there are obviously famous visual things that you know, we're like, oh my god! If that ever happened, you would freak out. But it's more—it's supposed to be more about like the the battle and the psych- psychology, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's one of those films that definitely lives on its reputation, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I think it's one of the biggest movies of all time in terms of box office. Must be up there. Uh, um, what adjusted for inflation? Yeah, maybe definitely. No, I'd have to check. But I'll be honest, though. Um, Exorcism films are kind of thing of. Bit played out and boring. If I'm being honest. I don't think there's a lot to them. Yeah. But having said that, let's talk about Exorcist believers, shall we? If you if you like. Oh, I think we should. <laughs> so, film opens in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, uh, with a lovely African American woman going around. Actually, no, it didn't. It started with dogs barking and fighting That's each right, other. That's it started didn't with it? dogs, yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, the the guy, the husband, was actually taking photos of these dogs fighting. Yeah, That's sorry, right, yeah. That's how it opened. Yeah. Dogs barking, um, and then it's the 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 wife, the 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 mother, who's uh, oh sorry, mother to be, um, going around like the stalls of Haiti, you know, like asking how much for things, buying things, you know, typical touristy stuff. Kids. Uh, comes up to her and says, uh, "I'm gonna uh, show you something really special. It's a it's a, a special blessing for the baby and stuff." And so she goes to see this, I guess, voodoo medicine doctor. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Who performs a, a blessing on her and the baby? And I must admit, this is where I thought, well, "That's what it is, then, isn't it?" That's what's the, the baby's possessed because of. That's like the, kind of yeah, what I thought as well. Like 
um, it was for nefarious means rather than an actual blessing from God or something yeah. like that. But you think differently now? Uh, now I do. Okay. Oh, I, don't, I don't think so. That... I don't have a definitive um, answer as to why this happened in the first place. I don't actually can... think it had any bearing on the film whatsoever. You right. probably could have cut the whole section out and it <laughs> wouldn't have made any difference whatsoever. But I thought that that's going to be the opening. Oh, they're going for the voodoo angle. Oh, you did pagan evil stuff. Yeah. However, yeah. this film is quite happy to say, no, voodoo's legit. Voodoo's cool. Voodoo's fine and, yeah, God loves it, you know, and it's like, okay, interesting. I mean, I guess in the world that we live in today, it kind of makes sense, but it was surprising because most people think voodoo and people think evil, don't they? You think voodoo, you think yeah, voodoo, voodoo dolls, voodoo curse, voodoo curse yeah, yeah. zombies, you know, that's what people think, but that's not what voodoo is, and this film actually did the more, this is actually what voodoo's like, you know, it's just a... An uh, Afro-Caribbeanized version of Christianity, basically, you know. So, but anyway, yeah, nothing happens with this voodoo. It's fine. It's all good. She goes back to her husband, who's taking photos on the beach, and uh, you know they uh, they have a little discussion, and she says that the the ceremony was beautiful. She really felt special because of it. And then they wander around, do some more touristy stuff. They go to a church, and the, and, uh, the wife's pregnant. So you know pregnant lady problems you know her feet start to hurt she's getting tired which is understandable yeah pregnant lady pregnancy is tough i totally get it um so she goes back to the hotel he carries on walking around town taking photos and everything like that and then just as she is getting into bed there is an earthquake an earthquake in haiti um I debated, I didn't know whether this was supposed to be the haiti earthquake but then i remembered i think that that was in the 2010s, right? Fairly uh, recently, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is obviously just supposed to be a... Um, just a, a random, a random earthquake, earthquake assume, in Haiti, yeah. yeah never so. mentioned it as an event, right? So. No. Um, so she starts to try to make her escape out of the building whilst the building is, you know, shaking and falling down, basically. And cut back to the husband trying to run back to the to the hotel and then an outside shot of the building basically collapsing and crushing. Um, he runs inside to try and help her and then she falls down the stairs as the building collapses yep. and then the stairs fall on top of her. He gets to her just in time. She gives him a message, take care of the baby, you know, uh, take care of her. Actually, I think she says, doesn't right, she? Okay. So, yeah. Uh, or protect her, something like that. But, um, yeah, so she's in the process of dying. Sorry, yes, because we cut to the hospital. Yeah. And he is given the choice. Save the baby. Save the mum. Yeah. We don't get told. You don't get told. What he chooses. No. But, cut to 13 years later, I think it said, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we, we see Ange Postacoglu rummaging through this poor black man stuff. And he's like, dude, get out of there. What are you doing? You got a match at the weekend. Come on, man. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's his daughter. It's his daughter. He's alive. And rummaging through a box, like we see pictures of his mum, her mum and stuff like that. And she takes a scarf. And uh, as the scene unfolds, it becomes clear the mum passed away. 
Yeah, that's, just, that's pretty obvious. Him yeah. and the daughter. But yeah. you don't know that he chose the baby. We, we don't, we don't know. But well, we're, we're, we're meant to assume that he chose Angela. Yeah. He chose the baby. That's what we're meant to assume from this. Um, normal family shit ensues. Breakfast, you got school. Can I go somewhere after school to do my homework? No, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to come home. No, please, come on. I love you. Where'd you get this scarf and shit? Like, you know, typical teenage Typical stuff. teenage yeah. dramas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so basically, he says, fine, you can go round to what's-her-face's house after school. It's fine, whatever. Um, and then they get in the cars and go on with their day. He drops her off at school. And then he takes the scarf off of her. Before they get in the car, he takes the scarf off of her. So yeah, he's like, "Where'd you get this?" And she's like, "I bought it." And he's like, "And yeah. he's not very happy about it." Yeah, because yeah. he's like going through my shit, you bitch. Uh, but yeah, he does apologize to her though later on, like when when she gets out of the car. Does he? Yeah, yeah. Before before she gets out of the car, I have to take the word for that. I don't remember that. Yeah. This is the problem with with, with <laughs> this format of this podcast is me trying to remember. Yeah, he, he does he does apologise to. Him I've got a terrible memory. I don't know why we do it in this format. It's awful. It's awful decision making because I've got an awful memory. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, she meets up with uh, her friend, her friend yeah. after school. They've made a plan uh, to tell their parents that they're going around to some other girl's house to do homework. But really, these two girls are they're. they're they're, 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 they're not skiving enough because it's the end of school they're disobeying their parents yeah. rebellious rebellious yeah that's it rebellious they teenagers wander off into the woods together uh, and you know just you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what they're doing but they find this uh, it's like a cellar basement of like a collapsed uh, house or yeah, something? Some like that. That. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they go down into them. We don't see them for a while. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back to the dad who's like his job. He's a photographer, professional photographer. He's taking photos, you know, family portraits, you know, all the stuff that we did in the 80s and 90s, basically. So yeah. my parents have got one hanging up in their living room downstairs, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm assuming your family did this as well, Oh, right? absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not just. It's not just. It's all. It's all facts. Just yeah. Family bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Is it a white person thing? Do black people do this? Do Asian <laughs> people do this? Let me know. Probably. Get in, you know. Get in touch and let us know. But yeah, white people, white families. Yeah, just family portraits. Yeah, there's just... one rather bratty kid in this scene, isn't there? It's like putting up a fuss. He's bored. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, yeah. I totally, kid. I totally get it. As a kid, this is you don't want to do this. Here's this squeaky toy. I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a transformer, I don't care. You yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah, he's just yeah, he's bored. Just a child, yeah. Yeah, a child, child being a child. Basically, yeah, and he's uh trying to find the best shot. Basically, later on at night. Yeah, that's you right. Know. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, he uh he heads home. Uh no wait before he heads home we cut back to the girls don't we is this I was gonna say um is this a scene where um his laptop goes full that's when he gets that's it cuts between the two doesn't it yeah so so it cuts back to the kids and they're trying to do like a seance basically yeah yeah, yeah. so they're trying to do like um yeah like a seance like um uh, and uh, Postacoglu's trying to talk to his mum. 
Um, and like the other girl, Catherine, Christine, something like that. I don't know. She's basically talking her through it. Like, you know, I'll just like close your eyes, empty your mind and just say what you hear, what she's, what she's, what she's telling you basically. So, so she's trying to get in touch with her mum basically. Um, and then what is it like an earthquake or something like that? Or like a ground shudder or something happens and then we cut back to the dad who's then going through the photos and then that's when his laptop goes that's funny yeah. funny like <clears throat> the people's faces just get like skewed you know the you know like the ring the the effect yeah, in the kind, ring kind of like that, yeah like once you've been marked it's like your face is weird on tv and cameras and things like that afterwards and photos and stuff so that effect basically then he goes home um and he goes home and realizes that uh, his his daughter's not home yet, and he told her specifically be home for dinner. So he's like, "It's the bins, isn't it?" Because the next door neighbor um, complains complains that they didn't put the, they didn't bring their bins back in. Yeah, and he gets home and the bins are still uh, still out. And yeah. he specifically told her to bring the bins back to the house. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we find out later on the neighbor is a another important part of this film. Yeah, as we go on. Yeah. All the, both the neighbours are. The other neighbour is as well. Like the male neighbour who he goes to the gym with. We didn't talk about uh, that. He goes to a boxing gym. It's not that important. <laughs> Basically, it just introduces another character who, again, isn't that important. I mean, he's at the exorcism later, but yeah. he's not really that important. I mean... It's just nice to see neighbours being neighbours. Yeah, yeah. In this they're, film. They're, they're very yeah, neighbours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, and then he's obviously, uh, he gets on the phone trying to uh, ring this other girl's mum, you know, saying, hey, uh, she said she was coming around to your house to do, and then the mum's like, no, she told me that they were going to blah, blah, blah's house to do it, and then, and it turns into a whole thing. And that's Typical it. stuff you get with teenagers here, isn't yeah. it? Parents meet up, and they're all worried, and stuff like that, and then they're, they're like, where did she say she was going? And they, they get hold of this other girl that they said to cover for them. And she's like, I don't know. They just they just walked off into the woods. So we cut to the woods. Parents walking through the woods with the torches, trying yeah. to find the, the girls. Uh, kind of split off in different directions. And and uh, the dad, the, the, the main character of the film, I can't remember his name, sorry. Uh, he, he reminded me of um, Doris from Cool Runnings. So his name's going to be Doris now, okay? Uh, Doris, okay. Is it Doris? I, I don't know, mate. I haven't seen Cold Runnings. Sanka, Junior. I'm pretty sure it's Doris. Yeah, and the other guy's Yule, Yule Brenner is the other guy, yeah. So it's Doris, yeah, yeah. Sanka, Junior, Yule, and Doris. Yeah, it's Doris from Cool Runnings. That's who it is, all right? I don't care what anyone says now. It is Doris from Cool Runnings. Okay. So Doris uh, goes off and he's like, you know, shouting, Sanka, you're dead. Sanka. You know. Uh, and then he goes down into the basement thing. It's like a gully, like a concrete gully in the middle of the woods. So yeah. That's why I'm assuming it's like a, a collapsed house basement or something like that because I don't know what else it's doing there otherwise. But yeah, so he goes down in there and uh, he starts like walking into the dark and sees this little like 
pearl necklace behind a rock. Yep. And he's like, slowly going towards it. Because that's how people pick things up. You slowly move your hand towards it. You never go faster than this. <laughs> you know? Because no one just goes, what the fuck is that? You know? Yeah. And he moves the rock. And I mean, then... you know exactly what's... You're going to get a jump scare here, don't you? Yeah. So I'd look <laughs> to wear at this point. Jump scare. <laughs> jump scare. Underneath this rock's a snake. Yeah. It's a snake underneath the rock. Um, and then... But because he jumps back and freaks out, he finds a shoe. One of the girl's shoes. And then we know something serious has happened. Then we cut to the police station and the, the Sarge detective is talking through the uh you know, the CCTV footage of like the when there was the last yeah, time we yeah, saw them. Yeah, yeah. Um and then the parents get into an argument basically saying like Yeah, that's, that's Therese's fault though, isn't it? Why is it Doris? Because he's oh. like, oh, how much do I know about your child yeah. or whatever like that? You know, there was no need for it to be honest. But it's just like you know, insert drama. It, it, yeah, frustration. I get it. It's kind of, but like, yeah, don't start blaming the other parents at this point, really. Yeah, basically, yeah. that you know, he's like, I don't know your daughter. I don't know, you know, me and my daughter are close. Yeah, and the yeah. other parents so, are like, what are you talking about? And then uh, I can't remember the woman there's a woman in the hospital goes like oh we need to stick together like uh, this is obvious that you need to stick together you know you've both got the same goal at this point but your daughter's that's the missing. sergeant isn't it is that, was sergeant? The police, that was at the uh, police okay, station okay, okay, that was I, in this I, scene wasn't I it you know we it, all have but... the same goal here Let's, yeah yeah you know, pretty much so. yeah uh basically turns into a big hoopla you know like they're putting up you know the girls have gone missing they're putting up signs that's on the news the church is having like a visual you know like bring back christine catherine carly whatever Carrie. yeah all the c names um bring her back you know because she's a member of this her family's a member of this church and she's like a member of the church as well obviously we that comes Cult. in later <laughs> <laughs> we randomly cut to no 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 Doris comes back uh, home first and boxing neighbour is in there with, with the voodoo woman yeah that, that whole stuff is a bit weird like yeah basically trespassing in their house yeah basically broke into their house to do like a blessing a voodoo blessing to try and bring her back home uh, and then Doris is like the fuck you doing in my house you and your bullshit get the fuck out you know and it's like well I mean I get it like so they, have they basically figured at this point that there's bad spirits at play here? No, no. He's just he he says later on after after he sees Voodoo Woman out, he comes back in and he says, "Look, I'm I'm just trying to help." You know, when my wife I think was diagnosed with cancer, right. you know, we did all the medical stuff and we prayed and everything like that. But it wasn't until we went outside of our belief system that she really actually started to feel better. You know, and like, you know, I know that you think. I'm crazy, but we're just trying to help. Yeah, know? but th- there are other ways to go about it than yeah. trespassing into somebody's like, house. Maybe ask them first. Yeah, yeah. Like, so if, you, if you're planning on blessing somebody's house, maybe give them a knock on the door yeah, first. Just give them a ring on the phone. Just oh, break just into their break house. Break into their house. When they're not there and yeah. just do it, yeah. But uh, yeah, so then that's that happens. And then he's like, you know, yeah, um, she doesn't have a raincoat because he looks outside and it's raining. And when yeah. we cut to a random farmer in a field, like a cow has fallen over, I don't know, 
but they're basically trying to perform veterinary stuff on this cow and the farmer's like go get the go get the kid it's in the shed but it's in the bar right. uh, now you've mentioned this cow I imagine something has happened to this cow I'm assuming it, it... it's had like a heart attack or something because as we know we, we know from um, the animals start making a load of noise later on is that animals always know before animals the humans know, they yeah. always know yeah I, I figured that while we were watching the film I thought something happened to the to the animal like you know, like it's been not possessed, but you know, like taken over by something, or like, or like, or yeah, something bad has happened here, and this cow is randomly just, you know, like because of evil. Yeah. Um, and he runs the the boy runs into the barn to go and, and get the all the animals are making noise. all the animals are they're, freaking they're out. Probably just distressed. Yeah. And then he uh. He he goes to the shed to to the back to try and get this kit, and he hears a noise behind him, and he's like, and he opens the door slowly, you know, because everyone does everything slowly. Yeah. It's a dramatic effect. Yeah. And then the two girls are sitting in there, yeah, you know, no shoes, dishevelled. You know, they're like, where are we? Like, he's like, Dad. He's probably. I like that reaction, Dad. Because <laughs> you would. <laughs> Freak out, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, would, yeah. yeah so the girls have been returned, uh, and we we follow um, Doris as he's rushing to the hospital because he's heard. Yeah. And the, the girl, the two girls are there at the hospital, having all these checks, uh, checks, and psychological exams and yeah, and yeah. Uh, medical exams, and obviously nasty people exams. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> as a parent, your first thought would be. They've been kidnapped and abused, right? Yeah, I, I mean, nothing most people would think that, right? You know, like... Yeah. Hey, hey, you found her? What are you and Catherine doing out there in those woods? You're just walking and walking. That's all I remember. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. But, uh, yeah, so we find out it's been three days. Um, but the girls think it's been like a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they're, don't realize they're missing long. time. They think that they, you know, got lost in the woods and they were trying to find their way out and then they just kept walking until they reached this farm. Yeah, wasn't the farm like 30 miles, 30 away, miles, 30 away. miles away from yeah. yeah. Turns out that there's nothing physically or psychologically wrong with them. They think they just put it down to stress and they, you know, they say the brain can do weird things when we're in. Uh, a scared state which it actually can that is very true you know your brain can do some weird shit man I mean I would think that as well I'd be like okay well they've obviously gone through some trauma and they're you know blocking it out and did you want to explain this now you brought this up not really <laughs> no I, I don't I don't want to talk about it particularly no, 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 I, I, get, I get it it's but not you, mentioned, you mentioned it I'm just saying that I, I am aware that your brain can do some weird shit. You can do this yourself. You, there's the the gorilla video online, you know, where like you know the whole how many times do they pass the basketball, and then in the middle of it, a guy in a monkey suit walks through and like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's I, I, the, I got you, yeah, yeah. Because your brain goes, well, that's not that's clearly not supposed to be there. So, uh, and you know, vice versa, your brain can put things in that aren't actually there, yeah, because it thinks well, there's clearly something there, but yeah. Anyway. Um, the they start acting a little bit odd in the hospital. 
like staring at each other across the, the corridor. Yeah. Um, like creepy kids. Kids are always so fucking creepy. And then like the neighbour who we find out is a nurse at this hospital. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, talking to uh, Postacoglu, saying, you know, you know, you did really well against uh, against Arsenal and Liverpool, but maybe, you know, just might want to start thinking about, you know, like being a little bit more solid defensively, maybe, because you're going to get found out by some of the better teams, you know. So check out the Sect in the Morning podcast. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then you know there's a baby crying in the hallway and uh, uh, yeah, he yes. gets up uh, starts walking towards the window and then she's just talking in the background you know fucking Tottenham used to be a team about entertainment and you brought that back around and she bangs on the window you know like cracks the window as well yeah cracks the window yeah and yeah. immediately the baby stops the baby crying. just stops instantly yeah and then she's like can I go home now and uh, yeah they go home and uh, yeah, you can tell that something's not right. But again, I will ask you, Tom, at this point, would you still just put this down to trauma? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're comfortable putting this down to trauma? I mean, yeah? there's no like signs of exorcism at this point, is there? Possession. But, but uh, Yeah, sorry, possession. There's no signs of that at this point. I can confirm there are no signs of exorcism at this point, no. <laughs> or possession. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to, you know, this is a common thing I ask you. When do you go, hang on a fucking minute, I'm not living in this house, you know. Like, you know, so yeah, at this point you're still comfortable right, well, to call there, it trauma, There's yeah? a, a massive thing that happens later on where you're like, right, at this point um, they need to go to some sort of mental asylum and they don't. But we'll talk about that a bit later on. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, he uh, uh, they they take their children home, um, and we we got, we obviously follow Doris and uh, Postacoglu because they you know they're they're our main characters basically. So we follow them home. Um, I think they're just like having general. I mean, she's not very talkative, obviously, but he's just like trying to tell her, you know, everything's all right. Can you remember anything? Yeah, and she's you... cleaning out herself. Yeah, she's just like, no one's there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, well, you know, let's get you to bed. And he puts her to bed, and then he's brushing his teeth, and the lights just start flicking on and off. That's right. Yeah. And then he looks and she's got up and she's standing there turning the light on and off. So, you know, you're supposed to think something weird is going on here. But no, it's actually her just, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's, it's not weird yet. That's about to happen. Um, he puts her back to bed. He's like, you know, come on. Listen. He puts her back to bed and he goes and he turns the light on and off. And he's like, okay, all right. And then he goes back to brushing his teeth and the light goes off again. Mm-hmm. And then, Comes back on and she's instantly standing, she's standing next to him. Yeah, and she's like, what did you say? Yeah. And he's like... What did you say? I didn't say nothing. I thought I heard you say something. You know, he's not freaked out. You know, if I if if that was me, I would have shit my pants. Yeah, he wasn't as freaked out as you would think. He, he was be. perfectly calm. Yeah. I would have shit my pants. <laughs> I can contest to that because people can make me jump so easily. Like, I can know you're there. And you still can make me jump. So if that fucking happened, I would have shat my fucking pants. I would have been like, oh, fuck. 
But yeah, he's just like, oh, what would you say? Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He's like, yeah. what, 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 are you, what are you saying? And, and she's like, she's like, I heard you say something. And he's like, yeah, And uh, yeah, puts her back to bed again. And then we move on to the next morning. He's up early making her breakfast, you know. And then he's like, man, if you ain't even getting up for rock and roll, what the hell's going wrong? And he's like, you know, he goes on. She's just lying on her back. And he's like, what's, what's, you know, are you okay? And he's like, oh, she's wet herself. Yeah, she's wet the bed. Which, again, I would quite happily put down to trauma. Yeah. You know, that's like, you know, she's, something has happened and she's not exactly comfortable in the head. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still happy to call this trauma. That's fine. And he's like, let's get you cleaned up. And he goes and he takes her to the bathroom and uh, starts running her a bath. Um, this is a question slightly off topic. Right. Um, like, I get, like, this is probably very difficult to answer, I imagine. But, like, if, like, he leaves her in there and closes the door. Yep. She's clearly struggling with some stuff. Now, I know that she's supposed to be, like, a 13-year-old girl. And, you know, dads and girls, it's, but she's not okay. No. So I would be very much inclined to stay there and help her. I, I would have ran. He, t- he, t- he turned the tap he on. Turned he turned the tap on. He, d- he should have stayed and ran the bath at least. Yeah. Like, I made yeah. sure that she got into it yeah, okay yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, she's struggling. My thought would be, well, what if she hurts herself while she's in there? Like, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I, this, was a, this was just a thing that I was thinking watching this film. I was like, if that was me and my daughter... It's not a normal situation. Like, in a normal situation, I'm not going to stand there and watch my 13-year-old g- uh, daughter take a bath or a shower. That's just no. weird. No. But she's clearly not okay and yeah, she's yeah, struggling. Exactly. It's like if, if like, your daughter broke their leg, you know, you wouldn't be like, right, well, uh, good luck with that. See yeah, you later. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'll help you and yeah, I'll take the... Uh, I'm comfortable, you. but you yeah. have to do... For your daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you tell me if you want me to leave at any time. Please leave. Okay, <laughs> but you know, but that yeah, I yeah, found that yeah. weird that he was just like, okay, well, she's clearly like not all right, and he's just like, okay, well, have a good bath, and then just shuts the door, and I'm just like, yeah, he hasn't even run weird. the bath yet. He's yeah, just like, right, weird. we'll just get in when you're ready, turn the taps off, and bye. And shuts. I found that really weird. Yeah, considering she's not all there. Yeah, clearly, like, yeah, a bit strange. Um, so he goes back into her bedroom to start stripping off the bed sheets and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he hears the door to the bathroom open, and he's like, "Oh, okay, you know, you, you okay, Ange? You know?" And he's like, goes goes back into the bathroom, and proves my point. Because she's been ripping off her freaking toe and fingernails. Oh, yeah, oh, rank. <laughs> Oh, that was something we didn't mention. Sorry, see, memory. Back in the hospital, they had burnt feet. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. That's important later. Just, you know, but yeah. But yeah, so she's ripping off her fingernails and her toenails. So again, proving my point. She shouldn't have been left alone in there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the water is full of, it's black and it's full of hay or straw or grass or something. It's like... It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, it, it, Yeah, it looks like like bog water basically or water that's been in an animal trough or something like that it's 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 pretty bad and then he hears 
movement behind him and he's like, oh, okay. And he goes back into the room to look to see if she's in there again. And he's like, you know, looking around and everything like that. And and then this bit genuinely made me jump. When she ran up behind him from fucking nowhere right, and yeah, like yeah. S- tries to smother him with the scarf. Yeah. So, you know, the scarf that was taken off of her earlier. Again, it's an important plot point, but... Um, yeah, that genuinely scared me. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, what does he do from there? I can't remember. Does she bang her head? Or I can't remember. Does he take her to the... He takes her back to the hospital, to, though, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Then she gets put in the mental institute. That's later on. Oh, right, okay. He's, she's still in the hospital at this point. Um, oh, and, right, yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. really, she's really losing her shit, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's, yeah, like, she stays thrashing and angered, and they have to sedate her and strap her to the bed and everything like that, don't they? So. And then the scene happens with the, the neighbour. The neighbour, yeah. yeah. Um, you want to talk us through that? You brought it up. You want to talk us through oh, that? Oh, that, if, uh, if that's the next thing you I'm want to talk about. I'm pretty then, sure yeah. that comes next, isn't it? What? Like. No, no, no. Wait. Yeah, no, yeah. Because he goes. Yeah, the other girl is back in hospital as well, isn't she? Because uh, he goes downstairs and he talks to the the parents of the other girl. So we're never going to talk about the scene in the hospital with the neighbour or the church scene. That comes afterwards. Does doesn't it come it? after this? So the 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 the, the neighbour bit comes after this conversation, right? So because they're talking, um, and like because the mum and dad are very religious, like no, the dad thinks it's like hormones and puberty and stuff like that, and like you know, yeah, yeah. trauma. Like I I would I would assume, um, and then the mum's like, no, it's you know like, it's the devil, <laughs> and 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 everyone's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you, you know, do you know where, do you know when Jesus died and he came back three days later? Do you know where he was for those three days? Hell. In hell. He was in hell for those three days. And then three days later, he came back. back. Our daughters disappeared. And then three days later, they appeared. Yeah. Interesting. And I would turn around and go, coincidence. <laughs> like, what's that got to do with anything? I mean, I mean, I'm sure lots of people have disappeared for three days. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> no, no, true. I guess. I guess. No, but anyway, I'm yeah. Probably put a form into your mind, though. But he doesn't accept it straight away, which which I'm I'm happy about. You know, I'm glad. He's like he's like you know. So you think our daughters went to hell, and that's what's going on. Okay, see you later, bye. <laughs> and I'm like, good reaction, glad. I, I thought he was going to buy it straight then, but, but yeah, yeah, he, he's completely dismissive, doesn't he? He's dismissive there, and and I was happy about that. But but wait, my happiness is about to abate. Tom, now you can talk us through the scene in the hospital. Right. Okay. So, um, is she strapped to the bed at this point? She's still strapped to the bed. Yeah. And the nurse is like taking care of her. Yeah, just uh, general nurse stuff, isn't she? Yeah. And then she starts um, <clears throat> babbling on about stuff in tongues, doesn't she? Um, no, was it Sister, what, Sister Margaret, Margaret or, or something, something like, like that? that so yeah. Talk about, yeah, starts reading off a load of names, like yeah. in the evil yeah. t- uh, tone that you yeah. hear from people who have been possessed. Yeah. Um, obviously, those names mean not much to you at the moment. I thought no. she's just like being blasphemous and, yeah. and whatever else. Until we find out later on that those names do mean a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then she starts bleeding. Well, she says something specific. It's the name. And she says, uh, carved carved herself out like an old pumpkin, an old rotten pumpkin. And then she starts bleeding. 
Ah, right. From uh, gotcha. from 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 the genitals. From yeah, from the nether regions. Yeah, and it's a lot of blood. Yeah, it's a lot of blood. And obviously, the nurse freaks out about this. I mean, I would of freak course. out just in general <laughs> yeah, if I saw most this. People would, like yeah. that's a lot of fucking blood. Oh my god, she's dying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she freaks out because of uh, something very specific, and uh, that's when we cut back to Doris, who uh, who's getting home. Um, and that's when the neighbour comes over and says, that's when you find out the the importance of it. The importance of what she was talking yeah. about, yeah. yeah. And the neighbour the neighbor tries to, the neighbour says, uh, you asked me in the hospital if I've ever seen anything like this. And, you know, I haven't, but I know people who have. And then he gives, she gives him a book. And it's a, a religious book, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you fucking Dismissive, religious people, you're yeah. all the same. Uh, and he's like, you know, something bad happens is the devil, something good happens is the gods, you know, like it's, you know, I, I watched my, you know, wife my wife die, you know, and now I've got to put my daughter into the insane asylum, you know, it's like, you know, fucking, cause she's like, you know, oh, that was a miracle. You were yeah, given she, a gift a, by God. She, yeah, she's a miracle. Cool. Well, I've got to check my miracle, check my miracle into, into the insane asylum. Um, but she's like, so she explains the meaning of this. She's like, you know, uh, something more is happening here because before I became a nurse, I I always wanted to become a nun. You know, my yeah, whole life right, I yeah. wanted to become a nun. And uh, right before I took my vows, she decided she didn't want none. And yeah, she says that uh, she uh, didn't take up the vow because she broke her agreement with God because she got pregnant, obviously, and she uh, had an abortion. Yep. Um, so she decided there and then, I can't be a nun, obviously, because I broke my word to God and I've committed sins and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and she says, but do you know that uh, before uh, someone becomes a sister, uh, they choose a new name. They they uh, they have, you know, it's like a symbolic, you know, it's like christening, you know, like you yeah, are one person, yeah. now you're someone else kind of thing. Uh, and she says, my name was, you know, um, Sister Mary, or Sister Mary Ann Boleyn. I don't know what her, I can't remember the name now, but she's like, and you know, that was going to be my name, but I never told anyone. Uh, nobody knew except me, and and I've never spoken that word since until your daughter said that name to me this evening. Yeah, yeah. And then that is all it takes for him to go. You know what? It could be legit. And that is where I was like, oh, really? right. So you didn't think at any point, oh, she's lying. Well, would you? I mean, well, people maybe. make shit up. Yeah. You know, it's not like people don't lie. Yeah, true. Yeah, she could have lied about it, but, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you weren't there. There's no evidence. I definitely wasn't there. Yeah, but. but <laughs> so if I, you know, if you have a daughter and I think she's possessed and I come up to you and say, yeah, she was definitely floating six feet off of her bed. You're just going to instantly believe me, are you? Yeah, because I've seen Exorcist films. Oh, okay. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just found that like a little bit, maybe it was like because it happened so close to that other woman telling him the same thing. Maybe that's why something clicked and he said, I don't know. But to me, it's like, you know, people lie. People make up stuff. People want to become the center of attention sometimes, and they'll oh, yeah. say anything about it, you know. People don't always tell the truth. People have the ability to bullshit you. 
People also have the ability to, as we've already discussed, be misled by things. I mean, this woman, this girl could have legit bled from her genitals and she filled in all the other details herself because she thought that's not right and that's weird and clearly this is what happened. She's, I remember she said to me, I remember clearly she said my nun name to me. You know, it's like, did she? Or was she like, please help me get someone I'm really not feeling very well. You know, like, yeah. Anyway, personally, I just think he switched on a dime too quickly. Okay. However, uh, saying that, the 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 fact that the film's called Believer, it's kind of like that's a big theme that runs through. So, getting towards the end of the film, he doesn't actually believe yet. He just kind of does, but also doesn't. It's weird. So he doesn't believe because there is a line later on at the end that suggests that he doesn't believe, and he's like, "Damn, you're right." Despite all the shit happening. But anyway, he doesn't believe, but he believes enough to go online and start researching this woman's book. Um, and like finding out about all of this exorcism shit and everything like that. So he doesn't believe, but he believes enough to do that. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. He's looking for any avenue to get his door back to normal. I, I guess, guess, but that's a big fucking leap. You know, uh, I mean, it turns out that he was religious once upon a time, but then obviously when his wife died, he kind of lost his faith. That's what you're led to believe that, you know, that's the that's the moment that he thought, you know, fuck you, God. Um, but yeah, anyway, so he's he uh, he decides that he's going to contact the, the author of this book because he reads a line in the book that says she carved into herself the words help me. And it turns out. The scratches on the inside of his daughter's leg said the exact same thing. Help me! So he decides. I see. Right. Okay. That's what's gonna. You know, I need to. I need to do that. Um, again, I would still put that down to trauma. You know, she's self mutilating, so it's not that weird that she would scratch herself and also maybe subconsciously write "Help me" because I'm really struggling. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, not necessarily a possessed thing, I guess. So as the dad, do you believe at this point? Not the dad. So yeah, but as the dad, do you believe at this point? Because it's easy to believe as the as the neighbour. Yeah, of course. It's easy to believe now because she said something that no one else should ever possibly know. But still. um, it's It's a hard one to answer, really, to be honest. Are you contacting uh, I, I, Linda Blair's mum? <laughs> that's who wrote the book, I, mean, I mean I wouldn't because I don't live in that universe no but she's I, just I, an actress <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck could I do <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um, but yeah um, as I said if it's your daughter you've got to try and do anything to get, make things right right I guess but I don't know still a big leap for me I still I'm still quite happily saying that this is all trauma but uh, yeah so yeah the author of the book is the mother from the original uh, exorcist film. She yep. wrote a book about all of her experiences and then she went on a journey to find out like the history of um, exorcisms in different cultures, different religions all around the world throughout all of time and she's become an expert on exorcisms uh, and uh, exorcism protocols and things like that. Yep. She's not an exorcist, she's an exorcism expert. There's a difference. Absolutely. Um, 
And basically, the dad says, all right, we're going to do this. Yeah, this is, we're going to do this. So he he tells the uh, neighbor to contact a priest. So she goes and sees, I'm assuming, her local priest or something like that. The uh, I don't know, maybe. Um, and he decide, he goes off to go and find uh, Linda Blair's mum. Um, real mum, not the actress. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, uh, what's, I can't remember her first name. Uh, Reagan's her surname, isn't it? Re- no, her? Regan's the, her, her daughter's name. Reagan's her daughter's yeah. name, right. Yeah, but I can't remember the mum's name in the film. I was like, why talk about ex-American President Ronald Reagan in this film a lot? I don't understand. <laughs> he, he goes off to find her and ask her about it. Uh, and he meets her just randomly at her house. She's okay with this. Mm-hmm. No. But he just, yeah. So I'm pretty sure if I turned up at J.K. Rowling's house, you know, just say, I, I need to talk about wizards. You know, she wouldn't be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, imagine, knowing the person that she is, then probably not. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they have a discussion and she talks about uh, Linda Blair. Uh, she talks about her daughter, Rob, right? She talks about yeah. Ronald Reagan. One of the most uh, interesting scenes in the film. Um, yeah, uh, basically it turns out that like, they, had, they don't see each other. They had a falling out. They had a falling out. Ronald Reagan didn't like that she wrote this book. and uh, Yeah, again, understandable, I guess. We fell out, but I, I'd love to see her again. It would be nice to see her again. Yeah, I haven't seen her in so long, yeah. but I'd really like to see her again. Like, really, like, yeah. piling it up. One here. more like, time, at least. Mm, I wonder if she's going to turn her. up later or not. I haven't seen her for so long. I really wish I'd like to see her again. Yeah, very important to see. Very important plot point there. Yeah. But yeah, they lay it on very thick here, and it's like very obvious that she's going to fucking turn up later on. I mean, she's in the credits, so, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> she's clearly the main star of this film. <laughs> Top billion. Um, <laughs> Mad. So, uh, yeah, they they go off to uh, see uh, Postacoglu. And? Uh, and he is uh, hiding under the bed. She. Trying to just you know work out his tactics for the for the next match, and um, you know they for a pint of Fosters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Bonza, bloody bloody truth, Sheila. Um, but yeah, it's freaking out under the bed because um, uh, Ronald Reagan's mum basically says she you know she knows who I am. She recognizes. She knows who I am. Where's the other girl? Uh, and then we get the biggest jump scare of the film for me. Um, gave me a cramp. Um, I was, I was, uh, yeah. We went to see this in the 4DX. Uh, yeah, indeed. And I had my legs crossed at the time, and the chair moved so much it felt like I got punched in the back <laughs> that I tensed and because I had my leg crossed I got a cramp from it so yeah that was fun <laughs> um, and then we leave and we go and see the other kid and, uh, Caroline do you actually know that or we just no, make no, up seeing no, see where they yeah. so yeah they, they, they go and uh they go to her house and you know shit's not going well. Dad's freaking out outside, you know. Like, whoa, whoa, we missed out the church scene here, mate. What are you talking about? Have we? Yeah. That comes before the house 
What's the church scene? The church scene is when uh, they're in the church. Mm-hmm. A little girl is sitting next to her. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, that came ages ago, didn't it? Yeah. So, but it, it kind of links into the scene you're talking about. In yeah, so sorry, my talk, bad. Talk, yeah, talk, I missed that whole now. fucking scene. Go ahead. So, yeah, they're talking. They're yeah, they're at the church. This is a Sunday morning, I imagine, like yeah. the usual weekly mass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she, I don't, I can't remember what she's like. She's like, is she staring into space, or she's not really paying attention? She's fidgeting, fidgeting with her feet, feet or something. And playing with the card in front of her and stuff. Isn't and she, she's yeah. got a, uncomfortable. She's got a brother and a sister. Yeah, she's sitting would, next to. Yeah. And then you get a little bit of implied rustling. Of a crisp packet. Of her dress. Now, I'm I'm assuming what, that this is an... Uh, what, was this a nod to the original? A poor nod to the original, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I, I, I was kind of like, did I think... Did I see what I think I saw? Yeah, it's very, it's very was tame. That, it's very tame, yeah. yeah. It's literally she's just rubbing her dress. You could easily say, no, she's just scratching her leg. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and her, her, her brother and her sister look at her like, what, what are you doing? So I'm kind of meant to, I guess it's meant to imply that she's masturbating. Yeah, it's it's ob- it's an obvious but nod to the to original, the original isn't it? but, but it's, it's nowhere very, near as... Yeah, I kind of like, did I think I saw, I thought I saw there. I don't yeah, know. it's a blink and you'll miss it kind of yeah, moment. Yeah, sort of thing. And then... She goes missing for a bit. She just she, wanders off, she wanders basically. Off. Yeah, while the parents are getting communion uh, up at the front, uh, she just basically wanders off. Um, yeah. And then the mum comes back and she's like, you know, where is she? And the, the brother and sister are like, she, she left. And I was like, hang on a minute. This girl went missing recently yeah, yeah. for three days. Mm. And you're just like, yeah, oh, she just left. That's exactly what like, I thought. I, I was thought, like, why are you not watching this girl like a horse? Yeah, like you would be like, you're staying next to me everywhere we yeah, go yeah. for the next oh, month. Just, oh, she's having to wander off. Oh, oh, never mind. And the brother and sister don't even try to stop her. I mean, I'm guessing you're supposed to think, you know, kids can also sense that there's something wrong as well. And, you know, kids and animals can see things that adults can't see and they're like, I don't want to go near her because she scares me. Which I kind of get, but also, like, she just went missing recently and you're just like, you yeah. know, wouldn't you be like, mum, dad, mum, dad, mum, dad, mum? You know, like, she's going, she's going. You know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, communion or not. <laughs> it does make you wonder about the, the line that Doris said earlier about um, her being, him being connected to her daughter more. Yeah. Like, if that is a precursor for, for this... Maybe. This scene and what happens later on. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the finale. Potentially, maybe. But yeah, I just, I found that so weird that they're just like, you know, and the mum's kind of like really calm as well. The dad's like, oh, I'll go find her. And the mum's just like, where did she go? You know, rather than hold fucking everything, the kid that went missing for three days has just disappeared again. Please, everybody like, stop. Oh, let's just sit down and continue mass yeah, and everything just, will be fine. It's all good, you know? it just, I, I was just like, weird, right? <laughs> like, you just, you would freak out, right? But to be fair, it's fine because she does turn up. Oh, she didn't leave the church. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. She's, she's okay. Yeah. But she does come back into the church. Yeah, yes. she comes back in, walking up the aisle, covered in, covered in blood. wine. It's oh, wine. Was it, was it wine, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was blood. No, it's the it's the communion wine. Ah. Basically, she's trashed the communion wine and the communion wafers. That's what she's done. And she's covered in the wine and she's walking up the... The, the aisle. Yeah. Where's Catherine? She left. For God, your blood was spilled and has flowed through the ages of time. 
But we know that... Father... Father, because of that blood, we were saved one day and claimed heaven as our home. Catherine. Catherine. So we praise for you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Catherine. The body and the blood. Catherine. The body and the blood. 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 Walking towards the priest, pastor. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's pastor, yeah. right? Because he's like a different type of religion. But yeah. Um, and he's still preaching and doing his thing, and he's like, we're looking at her, and she's like, um, uh, was it the blood in the flesh, the blood in the flesh, yeah, the blood in the yeah, flesh, the blood in the flesh, the blood in the flesh? Yeah, she's shouting that over yeah. and over again, yeah. And he just carries on, good on him. He just keeps barreling through that, that yeah. psalm, you know, and, uh, for him. Yeah, and uh, then we get more evidence that these parents maybe are not as close to their daughter as we think they are, mm-hmm. because they just take her home. Yep. Is is so? Is this the point where you were like, what? she needs some psychological help? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, when... So you're still not thinking possession at this point, though. Oh, absolutely. With this girl, yeah. You're thinking possession yeah, right yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. I'm still um, thinking trauma, but you know, like, <laughs> I guess I have a higher threshold. Yeah, you. I mean, considering all the horror tropes we know, and you're not willing to accept this, I'm the um, guy that's going to go upstairs and look, aren't I? Yeah. I'm going to be like, what was that noise? It's fine. They take yeah, a shower. So when I, I when uh, I found out at this point that they took her back to the house mm-hmm. and they didn't take her to a mental asylum, I'm some like, sort of psychological help. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? Why have they taken her home? Like this. What the so bizarre. what I what I got from that was that this is a respected family in the community. Right. And they don't want to bring undue attention onto, like, oh, you know, oh, have you heard about the Joneses' daughter? She's acting a bit weird. Right, so they don't want to bring any more attention than they've already I think I think that's point. what it is from, from the looks of it. It seems to me like that they're like, you know, because even when she was fidgeting and clearly uncomfortable and not okay, you know, he's just like, stop fidgeting. Put yeah, that yeah. Down. You know? We've gone beyond the part of them paying, uh, putting attention on themselves because they, everyone knows who they are. Yeah, they go away missing for three days. Yeah, but I think that that's kind of acceptable. That's an okay. Like she went missing, but God saw fit to bring her back, and now you know she's like our little celebrity because she's a miracle. <laughs> oh, yeah, God favors our family. But then when she starts acting weird, it's like, you know. You're embarrassing me. Stop right. it. I, I kind of, kind of I, yeah, I kind of think that somebody needs to step in here and tell them that right, you need to take it to a hospital, a hospital at least, hospital <laughs> or mental asylum, or anything that's somewhere help that can her. give us some psychological. Well, we're just going to take her home yeah. and clean yeah. her up. Cut back to the house. Yeah, they've brought the daughter home. Sorry, thank you for filling in that scene. I apologize. That, that's all right. I can't believe I completely <laughs> forgot that scene. Yeah. Um, do you know what I thought? Because there is another scene in a in a church in a minute that I thought you were talking about um, but I was like no 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 that comes after this Um, so they yeah they go to this other girl's house because Ronald Reagan's mum says you know where's the other girl Uh, and uh, he says Doris says oh they're keeping her home and she's like that's not a good idea nope Uh, so let's 
GTFO and get over there. And they get over there and the dad's kind of sitting outside on the steps, on the porch, kind of just like... <sighs> Traumatised. Yeah. And they walk into the house and the mum and the the other daughter and the son are in the kitchen praying and like, you know, on the knees praying and like freaking out. And it's like, okay, something's going on here. And they start wandering around the house trying to find uh, the... Um, uh, Carly um, and Ronald Reagan's mum goes to the bottom of the stairs and sees like a vision or something right is that right yeah yeah, she, yeah. She, yeah. and she's like okay this is I need to go up here you know so she goes she, up but she baits her upstairs yeah she goes into the oh no she runs across doesn't she yeah, she runs yeah. across the hall that's it yeah the, the trope of like <laughs> running mm. across you know yeah uh, so she goes up the stairs into the room and um Catherine is sitting on the edge of her bed, uh, like on her knees, like frantic, basically, like bouncing, clearly possessed. Tick, tick, top. I still think it's trauma at this point. Um, but yeah, and then she walks into the room and she's like, you know, we've we've met before, haven't we? You know, and uh, and then the, the demon starts tor- tormenting her about uh, Ronald Reagan, saying he was a lousy president. And, <laughs> She's like, shut up, damn you! Like, yeah, I can't remember what she was no, saying. She's basically she, saying, she uh, you want to know where your daughter is, uh, don't you? Well, we yeah. can tell you where she is. Doesn't she tell her she's dead or something? She, always, she says, we can tell you where she is. And then uh, she's like, I'm not, I, I don't want to hear anything you have to say. And yeah. then that's where she's like, um, you, you know, you know where she is, right? She's in hell! Like that, and then screams like uh, like she's in hell, basically. Um, and then she's like, you know, fuck you, bitch, or something. I can't remember the exact lines, but yeah, basically, um, it all freaks. I think she starts saying like something religious again, you know, like the power of Christ compels you, kind of thing. And she's like cowering in the corner, isn't she? And then it kind of like, seems to be having an effect. Yeah, at a point. Crucifix falls off the wall. Basically, yeah, that, that it looks like her. Um, her uh, words are doing. Her words something. are affecting yeah. this possession. Yeah, it appears at the at this moment anyway. Uh, and then I don't remember if there's like a distraction, like a lightning strike or something like that, or the house shakes or something. I can't remember. But the little girl uh, gets up, grabs the crucifix, yep. and just starts. Dabbing Ronald Reagan's mum in the eyes. Yep. Just like going a fucking town on her eyes. Uh, and uh, yeah, why did she go for the eyes, Tom? Why do you think she went for the eyes? Because of what she said earlier, but we were not going to mention that yet. Because okay. we don't want spoilers. Keep that in your head. Keep that in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So she stabs her in the eyes, and uh, Doris uh, runs into the room in time to find the, you know, the fucking. She's massacring her face, yeah, yeah. basically. It gets her out. Uh, gets her out of the room. Um, Takes her to the hospital. Yeah, it calls an ambulance and everything like that. And uh, and 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 at this point, at this point right here, I am fairly certain that this girl has committed grievous harm on someone. Yeah, she is going somewhere now. They can't keep her at home anymore. She's going to a mental institution. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, she is going. She's going she go to take away. No, no, no. 
strange. Or even if she did, off camera, they didn't tell us, but even if she did get put into a mental asylum off camera, they take her out again, which I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be allowed to do. I mean... she is now committed terrible assault on this person. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, they could keep it quiet, but they'd take her to the hospital to get her eyes sorted out and... Why is this woman coming into hospital with both her eyes? Well, as soon as they call up. an ambulance saying, oh, my, you know, there's been well, a horrible accident, her hospital. eyes have been stabbed out. Well, she just, yeah. they don't call for an ambulance, do they? They go take her straight there to the hospital. No, right? she goes in an ambulance. Does she go in an ambulance? Yeah. Oh, okay. right. um, Doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes stabbed out. Let's call an ambulance. <laughs> Should we just drive her to the hospital? No. But, yeah, so the police are definitely getting involved at this point. And this girl is being taken away somewhere. Yeah, you yeah, know? totally. Yeah, like if they, yeah. they, 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 if they deem that she's all right, she's being arrested. But I'm pretty sure they'll find from like her behaviour and stuff like that that she's not okay. So she's being taken to a um, mental health facility at the very least, and not in a way that's like, well, no, we don't want her here. We want to take her home. And it's like, right, well, it's kind of not up to you. She's not here by choice. She's here under like arrest, basically. So. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, um, but apparently none of this happened. Then we, uh, that's when we cut to the other hospital, uh, the other church scene with the with the other priest uh, in front of the other priest saying, "We need to do an exorcism." You know, I've, I'm, I'm, uh, we need to get the blessing because I've laid my hands upon them and I can feel there is evil and. The great pain within these within these girls and yeah. stuff like that. Does he go and visit her in the hospital uh, before? Uh, Doris goes to the hospital and, and visits um, Ellen Burson, doesn't he? And uh, he he apologises for dragging her into that's this. That's it, yeah. And then that's when she's like, you know, I've studied exorcisms all around the world, you know, all throughout time, everywhere. You all right? She's seen that made me laugh. Oh, right. She goes into this religious spiel about I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've uh, visited all these uh, religions and all these uh, possessions, whatever else, whatever else. And the one thing that's important, and the one thing that connects them all is people. Yep, that's right. No fucking shit. But yeah, so she's basically saying, you know, we need to get the old gang back together. You know, that's what she's saying, basically. You know, like, you know, if we're gonna pull off this heist, we're gonna need, we're gonna need the boys. You know, like, and then, and then we get a. uh, an Ocean's Eleven recruitment montage, you know. Like, Do we? Yeah, you know, Doris goes up to uh, goes up to neighbour girl and he's like, you know, with the lollipop and he pulls it out and he's like, you in? And she goes, damn yeah, fucking Brad. I remember I'm Brad Pitt and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George, George Clooney, Clooney was in. Yeah, 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 mate. Oh, yeah. you must have fallen asleep. You probably yeah, might be at this point because yeah. you're scared, oh, you know. Okay. But yeah, no, there's a whole Ocean's Eleven recruitment bit, you know, with the, with the cool jazzy music <laughs> in the background. And like, you know, Doris pulls down his shades and looks at someone and someone looks at him and goes, "It's time." Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> so basically, he's he, yeah, he's just trying to get everyone, you know, together. He he, you know, he uh, asks Jim neighbor again, the one that broke into his house. He's like, "Hey, you know that woman you broke into my house with? What's her name again? Can you get hold of her?" So he gets her to come and help. Um, and then she's like, you know, cut back to his house, and she's setting up like a salt ring. And she's like saying, you know, like explaining it all. Like this is where we are, 
And this is the land of our ancestors, the land of the dead, the land of the unknown. And we need to invite them in, basically, you know. And then um, they they start prepping the house, like drilling the chairs into the floor and bolting them down and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And uh, gets medical equipment set up and, you know, um, the thing that they inject you with to make you sleep. Uh, sedative, that's the word. <laughs> Sedatives and things like that. Um, and, and then the police come in and take the girls away, and then that's it. It's how it should have been, <laughs> or or it should have just been. It should have just been literally to the point of no, you can't check them out. No, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> but yeah, so then we get the gang. We get we get uh, uh, Doris, uh, neighbor woman, um, voodoo woman, boxing neighbor. Uh, the other parents of the other girl, yep. and then obviously the two girls as well. But it's <clears throat> supposed to be a priest who's yes, going to perform he's the going to be the big star. Yes. But he pulls up with some bad news. It's he's like, a pussy. Yeah, basically. That's the bad news. Well, it hasn't been sanctioned. The, the exorcism has not been sanctioned, which technically means in real life, in our world, IRL, Supposedly, that exorcism will no longer work. Because if it has not officially been sanctioned, it cannot work, apparently. That's okay. the rules. That's why it has to be sanctioned by the by the church. Which is why not everyone can just do an exorcism. It's not a it's not a thing that you oh, can man. just go and do. <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, he pushes out. He's like, you know, I, I don't want to do it. You know, people have died doing exorcisms on, on both sides of it. You know that, right? And he's like, I'm scared. I, I don't want to do it. No, don't make me do it. Um, so he chickens out and he tells the neighbor lady, he's like, you know, here's the Bible. You can do it. No, you can. I believe in you. I don't want to die. But if you want to, that's fine by me. I'm all right putting your life on the line. It's fine. He's right, by the way. But, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so she decides that she's going to do it because like, they're, they're all arguing on the porch of the of the house. Um, saying, well, if he's not going to do it, then, then you know, who's going to do it? They have another pastor there. They have the pastor from... They're from the church. From earlier. the church yeah, from there. earlier. He can do it, right? Yeah. Why can't he do well, it? He kind of does. Doesn't he? Well, I mean, they all kind of do. Yeah, they, yeah. It's kind of like they'll you know, chip in and do their. Basically, best. this whole film makes it seem like anyone can do an exorcism. You, me, us, we could just go do an exorcism. It's fine. Just go chant some religious shit. That's all you gotta do. It's, you know, just you know, that's all you gotta do. Just it's easy. Doesn't even have to be Christian religion. It can be anything. Mm. You know, just, they got a voodoo woman to do it. Why not? Mm, yeah. Like I'm a pastafarian. So, if I just throw spaghetti at them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. But anyway, yeah. So, I don't know why he couldn't do it anyway, but they're all freaking out. Like, oh, we can't do this now. How are we going to do this? And then neighbor lady walks up and is like, I believe this is why I'm here. You know, this is why my God didn't put me in, let me become a nun. This is why I was your neighbor. This is why I'm here tonight in order. This is my purpose in life, basically, is to do this. Okay. Um, and they all go, fuck yeah. And then Team America plays. <laughs> and they walk into the house. And yeah, they basically start the exorcism. And basically, they get the, 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 the voodoo lady says you mustn't touch them at any point. Yeah. Which is, again, 
not true of an exorcism. The whole point is to have touch with them. That's the point of like the scarf, you know, that they the purple scarf that they kiss and then they put on. Like they touch you with the scarf and like lay hands upon you. I mean, you've seen the original film, right? And they lay, yeah. they lay hands upon you. Every exorcism you've ever seen <sighs> ever has always included. I mean, you, you could just got to look at those. Yeah. Those fucking leave demon. Yeah, I mean, it's just a plot point. Yeah, basically, it's like the T Rex can't see movement. Bullshit. Yeah, add an extra layer to to it. They use later on to use. Yeah, no, no sense. But you know, whatever. Um, so they start the exorcism, and you know, things start going. You know, like you know, house shakes, lights flicker on and off, and you know, guttural noises come from the girls and stuff like that. Then they start attacking. The woman, uh, the the neighbor lady again, for being a whore, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a whore. You're a you're God's whore. You know, religious whore. You know, because she had sex and you know, murdered your own child. You murdered your own. A very American film. I got the impression of. But yeah, basically, just trying to you know rile her up, knock her off her game, and it works. It starts to work. It's just standard exorcism shit at this point, basically. You know, screams and, uh, you know, manipulation and people chanting religious stuff and everything like that. Um, And then they get these bowls of vinegar, I think she said it was at some point. And, you know, the voodoo lady starts sprinkling vinegar. Right, okay. On them. And and then the um, um, Christine, like, vomits up. Like a lump of flesh or something, and then she's like, says to the, she says to Doris, you know, take this outside to the east of the house, far away, and get rid of it. And he pours this demon water down the drain. So now we're all drinking the demon water. Thanks a lot, Doris. Damn. And he sees the he sees the priest praying in the car. Yeah, he's still there. He's and he's praying in the car, and he walks up and like all manly. Fights in there. It's a games in there or something. Fight, is it fight fights in, in there? there. Fights in there. Fights yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah. Bruh, bruh. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Which I um, understandable. Yeah, but I mean, it's very TV, isn't it? It's very film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, fights in there, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So and then they, he goes back into the house, and then they're all they're all praying and everything like that. Um. And then that's when that's when I got confused because all this demonic shit is clearly happening because it happened with like the the smoke coming out of their mouths. Yeah, yeah. And then like she blew out the fire or something. She no, she she ignited the fire with like like spitting into it like alcohol or something, didn't she? And then that clashed with the other smoke and that drew out the evil smoke. And like he's seen all of this religious stuff. He's believed enough to get like an exorcism party throne basically <laughs> Woo! and then Postacoglu <laughs> says to him you don't believe do you and he's like oh shit she's right fuck she got me it, right in the this all, knew this already though and it was, but it was like also like how do you not believe at this point like you've believed enough to get this whole thing yeah, together yeah, yeah. like I know you said like oh you'd do anything for your daughter yeah. but if you don't believe in demonic possession you're not going to arrange an exorcism party True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean so no. you must believe on some level yeah, that, yeah. that okay, there, there might be a chance a that point. this has happened. And I've seen all this weird magic shit. 
Yeah, it's a t- tipping point. Oh, and also, by the way, at one point, you know, they throw their heads back. Oh, and I also just saw a scar appear on one of the girls' heads just from fucking nowhere. <laughs> but no, I don't believe. Nah. And and all it took was my demonic daughter looking me in the eye and going, you don't believe. And then I'm like, oh, my whole world is rocked. And, oh, like, you know, everything's <laughs> fucked up. And it's like all at the, you know, the lowest ever. And, and that's why I was like, well, does he believe or doesn't he believe? Because... You can't believe um, enough to put all this together, but not believe enough to believe that it's actually happening. It just it doesn't make any sense. I think he's he's putting on a uh, facade, isn't he? At this point, again, saying that he doesn't believe would make way more sense if he wasn't the one throwing the party. Right. If he was like, you know, if the other people threw it and he's like, look, I don't even want, I don't even know why we're here. You know, I got a bobsled team to run. You know, I don't even know why we, that would make more sense. But he's the one that's got everyone together. How does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. Right. But anyway, <laughs> even after seeing all this, apparently he still doesn't believe. Uh, and then, you know, uh, the demon in, in Postacoglu starts, uh, you know, saying about all his dead wife and everything like that. And then that's when we find out. Hold on. Is that before the priest or after? I'm sure it's before the priest. Before the priest. Yeah. It's before the priest. It's before the priest. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like says like, you, you know, cause that's when she's like, you don't believe cause you know, you never even wanted me. Anyway, did you? Yeah, that's you the know. first like little twist. Yeah. yeah. Turns out he chose to save his wife, but he's obviously made that decision, and they have told him at the hospital that that's not the right. They need to save the baby. Or they tried to save her, and she died anyway, and they ended up just saving yeah. the baby anyway. Like, but then anyway, yeah. Basically, she's like, "You never wanted me, you know. You never want. I shouldn't, you know. You didn't choose me." Um, and then that's when they say, you know, you need to choose now. Um, tonight, one girl lives, one girl dies. Yeah, putting to that choose. back into as well, the whole choice aspect of yeah. the beginning of the movie. Yeah. The, uh, the Sophie's choice, basically. Which I thought was a red herring, considering this is coming from two demonic possessed yeah, people. Yeah, my initial thought was, was bullshit. Why are you believing anything yeah, these yeah, people yeah, say? That was probably- and my initial thought was, I don't, I'm not going to choose shit, you yeah, know, yeah, from you. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not giving that you was, that power. That's what I thought. It yeah. Was, it was bullshit. But, yeah, I mean, it clearly was set up as a red herring, you know. Uh, but my initial thought, even when they said it, was that mine was like, well, fuck you. I'm not choosing. I'm having both. Yeah, and that's what they do initially. They they say we're not choosing. Yeah, we're not choosing, basically, yeah. But there's this whole moment of tension where Doris and um, um, what's the C name I haven't used yet? Christy. I didn't want to use that. Crystal. Crystal, yeah, Crystal. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Doris and Crystal were looking at each other across the girls' heads, like, and there's this moment of tension between them, and you're just like, both of them want to choose their daughter, but they also, you know, seem like they're intelligent. And they're like, this isn't yeah, what you yeah. think it is. But yeah, you, yeah. you get the moment of tension. By the way, the dad is a bitch in this film. He is a bitch. Okay, explain. Because he's just a pussy. 
More of a pussy than the priest. More of a pussy than the priest. Because yeah. he bails mm. all the time. Like he bailed. He was sitting out in the front garden when the kid, when his family was in the house praying. He um, was then at the on the porch. He was like, "Well, we can't do this. We can't do this without a priest. We can't do this without." A priest. Even though he's standing right next to a pastor, my first initial would be like, "Well, why can't you do it?" Yeah, you know, but he's like, we can't do this, we can't do this, we can't do this, and then he's like, oh, if this doesn't work, like before, he's like, he's talking to his wife. He's like, if this doesn't work and they make her worse, what are we going to do then? Because he doesn't believe. Yeah, even though apparently he's super religious. Um, and then the first sign when it starts going wrong and they start calling her a whore and things start going wrong, he bails then because he's sitting out on the front garden again, like you know, and then when it goes tough again next time, he runs out and hides in the kitchen. He's a little bitch in this film. He's such I, a, I didn't he's really notice that as much as you did. Annoying the, character. The priest came off as the biggest bitch. Here. No, the priest came in like a fucking <laughs> glorious, fucking, you know, knight in shining armour, here comes the cavalry, last stand well, at the uh, Alamo kind of well, guy. Eventually. Yeah, but, pussy, that's, but you can't out. have that if you don't have the pussy initially. The right. dad never nuts up. That's but the he, point. But he does. But everyone... Everyone has a has a moment in this film where they're where they're tested and they start to fall, and every single one of them passes it apart from the dad. And you cannot tell me he does because he's the reason the ending happens. Well, he is, the, but, but we'll get he, there. He but. stays strong at the end. No, he fucking. Well, he does. Stay. He stays. No, strong. he doesn't. He is a bitch. He has no nut up moment. He has no redemption whatsoever. He does when. I will tell you when we get to the end. Okay, fine. Priest. Priest. Can we talk about the priest? Yes. So <laughs> shit's still going wrong and they can't get it and everything's like like they're they you know, they're like, Oh, we can't do this, you know. Something's oh it's gonna break. Oh, we can't you know, nothing's working and then the priest comes in like a fucking big dick energy and he starts he starts chanting prayers trying and chants. Up, trying to make up for being a bitch. Doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you're if you're if you're scared initially, that's okay. That's all right. As long as you nut up at the end and do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, fucking too right. I don't have a problem with a hero arc like that. Okay. It's when no one ever has a redemption. It's okay to be scared. True bravery is overcoming that fear, which the priest did. And In their he, darkest moment... He gets his reward for that. Yeah, horrible fucking reward. He comes in, like, <laughs> big dick energy, and I'm like, yes, you know, and the Avengers music starts playing, you know, because fucking, you know, on your left, you know, fucking, you know, fucking Bucky's just showed up, and like, all the portals open, you know, and he's swinging through, and they're like, you know, Captain America picks up the fucking I hammer. I don't remember any of this. Mate, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, it happens, mate, it was the... You know, the hot, did you, we were in the cinema, everyone's, oh, like that when the priest walks in. Yeah. No. Anyway. <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Priest walks in, starts, you know, chanting. Yeah. The, the psalms and the prayers and, 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 and like with yeah. the cross and the crucifix and everything like that. Yeah, and starts, yeah. you know, speaking with some bass in his voice, mm. you know, and he's like, and then, yeah, he lays hands upon them. He makes the fatal area. Apparently you're uh, not supposed to touch them. You're not supposed to touch them. Even told. though that is exactly what you're supposed to do. In a exorcism, but this is not real. This is a movie. Yeah, but even in the original exorcism, they laid hands on Ronald Reagan because that's what you're supposed to do in an exorcism. Like he does it properly with the scarf and everything. He puts it on their heads and he's like praying over them and everything like that. 
and it seems to be working. The demons are getting like really hurt, and it's like writhing and twisting, and ah, like house is shaking, lights flashing on and off. Mm-hmm. Everything, it's all going perfectly to plan. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like everyone else is chanting as well. By the way, that everyone yep. is in on this. Everyone, everyone is in everyone, on this. Everyone's putting an effort. Yeah, in. apart from the dad. No, wait, no. Yeah, he's still there at this point. It's this point now okay, that he right. loses faith again. Um, and like the the demons start like twisting their necks. Yeah, and, and then uh, he's out of the first movie. And then he's like, yeah, they they. <laughs> They basically control him now. Yep. And they start and they start his neck. turning their necks. Yeah. And then his neck starts turning. And then all of a sudden you just see his spine go oh, outside of his neck. It's very brutal. Pretty isn't gruesome. It? But it was something I've wanted at this point in the movie. Something a little bit gruesome. <sighs> I don't think I wanted that. <laughs> okay. I don't know, because to me it's like... You wanted the priest to come in and save everybody, didn't you? Not necessarily that, because, I mean, the priest in the first one ends up dying as well. I don't have a problem with the priest dying. It just felt like it was... Hollow? Harsh? Yeah. Like, you bought this this guy has his... uh, Obviously, his doubt. He's sticking by the rules, obviously, because the the church's on him, he can't do this, but obviously there's a little bit of fear going on there. And he comes back, comes in, does you know his redemption arc, and it's immediately snuffed out. Yeah, and bang straight away, done. So don't be a hero, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just stayed in the car, you know. Yeah. And and he's right, you That's know. The moral of the story: stay yeah, in the car. Stay in the car, boys and girls. Don't don't Billy. Don't be a hero, you know. <laughs> That's when the dad runs out of the room and like starts freaking out, and then everyone's like. Like understandable, they don't know what to do. Um, and is that when Derice runs to go get the scarf again? Ah, uh, might be, yeah. And he goes and he puts it around. He puts her on her, and they're yeah. like, "Don't touch her! Don't touch her!" And he's like, you know, "Yeah, like, yeah, yeah." You know, come back to me. I'm sorry, I, did, I took this off of you. I'm uh, sorry, I didn't let you. you know, and come back. my immediate reaction to this is like, this is going to be complete bullshit if this is the reason that the ex isn't is successful. Yeah, that he just put a scarf on her, and everything was fine. I think that you're supposed to believe that, like, the scarf was like, and initially it looks like it might be. Yeah, the start I, at the end. I think what you're end. supposed to believe is like the mother is in the scarf, yeah, and yeah. the mother is like the guardian angel that's gonna fight the demon, you know, and help yeah. her daughter basically. But then he starts getting, yeah, it, it starts working, you know, it starts. Um, Helping and and like she's like yeah. coming back around, but uh, again, we're, it's a red herring. It's a red herring, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he he's like you know come back to me and and and, and she's like dad and everything. He's like yeah, honey. And he's like hugging her and everything like that. And then and then another c word, another c name, uh, Christopher. Because I'm running out of girls' names. Chloe. Oh, fucking hell, you're good at this. <laughs> Chloe, and then Chloe. Says, what about me, Mum? I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> and then, like, that's when they both start freaking out, uh, out again. Um, is it? Or well, she freaks out, doesn't she? She starts uh, like that, and 
Uh, Postacoglu's okay at this point still, right? She's kind of still kind of the heartbeat's coming back around. And then when um, Chloe starts going, that's when the dad shouts from the other room, I choose you, Chloe. Yep. You know, Chloe, I choose you. And then throws the Pokeball, basically. Yep. And this is the part of the movie where the dad stays strong because he didn't say her name. Did he not? He did not say Ange. Oh, that dad. That's not the dad I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Darice. Oh, you're talking about that I'm dad. talking about white dad. Oh, he's the... He's I'll, a I'll bitch. I'll talking about Darice. No, oh, Darice is okay. Uh, he's just confusing because he believes, he doesn't believe, he doesn't believe, he believes. Okay. He's confusing. But the other no, dad, and uh, the, the, other the white dad. dude. Right, white you. dude is a bitch. Okay. You agree? Completely cross-wise there. You agree that white dude's a bitch, though, yeah? Yeah, the whole family's bitchy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the the dad is, yeah. Okay, Um, cool. I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah, no, dad's dad's the one that fucks it all up because he doesn't have a hero arc and he's a little bitch the whole way through. So, yeah, he shouts um, his girl's name believing that he's going to save her. Yeah. But, uh... But... and And then, wait, before that, all shit, all hell goes loose, you know, that... And starts to levitate into the light, you know, and and uh, 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 Charlotte, Charlotte starts to try and come out of her chair, but she's obviously all strapped in and everything still, and she's trying to, you know, levitating out of her chair and everything like that, and everything's all, you know, it's all building up and everything like that, and oh, magic light and everything like that, and then what happens? Um. Shaka. Yeah, sure. Shakan. Shakan. <laughs> Shakan. Dies. Yep. Because it was obvious. You choose which one you want to live, the other one's going to die. Yeah, that, that was, was obvious that was, to me. That was. Yeah, but that's not what happened. It was exactly what happened. He chose his daughter. Yeah. And she died. And she died. Yeah, that's what I'm not, saying. not what you said. No, what I said <laughs> is you choose which one you want to live. And that one's the one that's actually going to die. The other one's going to live. That's not what happens at all, though. It's, it's exactly part... what happens. <laughs> the father chooses his daughter. His daughter dies. The other one he didn't choose lives. Right, okay. Got that. that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and that's what I was saying. Right from the start, I knew that, that what you was, thought was going to happen. I knew uh, that, I, that was... I, I, I took me by surprise. No. I knew that was going to happen. I knew that whichever one you chose was the one that was going to die. Okay. Well, you know, I didn't. Choose which one you want to live. And that's the one that's going to die. I knew that that was the case because, you know, they're devils. Duh. Yeah. True. You know? Yeah. yeah. They, they tricked them. Yeah. So, and and you get a really heartbreaking scene, personally, in my opinion, where the the little girl kind of snaps two again inside her own head, I imagine, or something like that, in, like, the basement. Yeah, it's kind of like your your life flashing before your eyes, sort of. Yeah, she kind of comes to in yeah. in strapped into the chair in the basement where they got possessed in the first place. Um, and she's like scared, and she's like looking around, and she's like, "Mom, Dad," you know, like like really terrified, wading through this water. And then the dad's voice is like, you know, repeating, "I choose you, I choose you, um, uh, Castafane." I choose you, I choose you, and then it slowly it's getting lower and deeper, and then it turns into a demonic I choose you, and then he drags her under the water. Which then infers to me that this little girl who did nothing wrong is now 
living the rest of her of a, life in hell. It's a bit of a downer, isn't it? She's been bit taken a, to bit hell, basically. Bit of a downer ending here. They tried to make it all really upbeat and nice and everything like that. So, no, there's a little girl There's a little girl <laughs> that's dead. And, like, her soul has been taken to hell. So, for eternity, yeah. and she will suffer now because her dad is a bitch. Yeah. I mean, this, as you said, this girl has done nothing wrong in She's this done nothing whole wrong. movie. She's just an ordinary child happens to be friends with Ange. It's not just that. It's just even like the whole. And it's like, well, okay. They go yeah. off and do something stupid Girls in the woods. Dead. People, I mean, we did stupid shit all the time. I kind of thought it was going to be a fake out, and that it would turn out that she actually lived, but it wasn't. No, she did. did she did die. It's really horrible. Yeah. Actually. Like this little girl who's done nothing wrong. But it's okay because the other girl lives. Yeah. Because they're the one we've been watching the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, the they're the main characters. They're the main characters. They're the important ones. Even though I'm pretty sure it was her idea the whole time to go and try and talk to her mum. You know, come and do a seance with me because I want to talk to my mum. And then she's the one that gets to live. It's like, hang on a minute, that doesn't seem right. You, This other girl did nothing wrong. You just dragged her into this. Yeah, and now it's she's, kind of a downer ending, really, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's really horrible, actually. Like, I thought that that was really nasty. But it's not quite the end yet. Well, no, but, I mean, it's the climax, isn't it, basically? That's that's what it is. So, yeah, the girl dies, the little girl, um, the, the C-word girl, <laughs> the cunt girl. Carol. <laughs> she dies, uh, and Ange Postacoglu lives to manage another day. Um... And yeah, he stays strong. You're right. He doesn't ever say her name. He because he knows, you know, the devil's trying to trick him. Yeah, and he's just holding her. No, no, she's just floating there, isn't she? She's levitating into the light and everything like that. And then she like crumples to the earth as the other girl dies, basically. And then she comes back round, and he's like, you know, they're reunited and everything like that. And then this, the police show up, finally. Probably wondering, you know, responding to the fact that this girl's been kidnapped from a fucking mental institution. Yes. Um, and they see, like, the the girls have, like, strap marks all over their wrists. And they've been bound, basically. Uh, and then, like, any normal person would, you would think, right, well, you've killed this little girl then. Because you've clearly done fucking something. And this girl's died. Basically, the same thing that happens in The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um... And yeah, it comes to the the it cuts to neighbor woman, uh, basically in the police station. Uh, I'm assuming being questioned by the police sergeant, and then we get this whole speech about how, you know, the devil, what he really want, he want you to give up hope, but people stay together. Yeah, more. Religious. Yeah, just... Well, it's not even religious. It's just life-affirming. Yeah. Shit, isn't it? Basically, it's like, doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, hope mm. is the greatest thing you have. Never give up hope. And, like, we see, like, Ange going back to school normally. And yeah, like, yeah. And looks over, back to looks over at the desk where her, her friend, friend used that to she sit. killed yep. is sitting. And it's yeah. empty. Yep. But like, and then they end it on like the, you know, hope will keep us strong. Yeah. Hope is what we want. And it, you know, on this sorrowful image of this poor girl that, you know, her desk is empty and, you know, Angie's kind of looking over her. She doesn't look remorseful. 
She kind of looks like. I mean, there isn't actually a smile. No. But she does not look remorseful. She just looks like, everything's going to be okay. You know, looking at this desk of this girl that died because of her. And she just doesn't look like she has any remorse at all. It just it looks like she's, like, thinking, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. And then that's how it ends. Because you've got to move on. You know, the devil's trying to test you. Yeah, you've just got to move on with your life. I mean... Dude, come on. <laughs> but the movie's not over just yet. Is it not? No, because we've got the end scene with uh, Ellen Burstyn in... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you forget this? Just, I don't know. I, I forgot two fucking non-important minutes of the film. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. The the main character, Linda Blair, top billing. Top billing. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> she comes... Well, actually, we cut to Ronald Reagan's mum yeah, in the hospital in with, with, her with, her, yeah. with her eye patches on. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she hears the door and she's like, Victor, is that you? See, I remember Victor. How do I remember and that? Of, co- of course, we, we know exactly, we you know, know who who exactly who's walking in here. Yeah. It's the devil! No. <laughs> <laughs> it is, of course, her daughter. Ronald Reagan. Linda Blair. She comes up. says... She holds her hand. She's like, no, mum, it's me. And she really earned that million dollars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Massive paycheck. I'm guessing that they're trying to set her up for the next film. Possibly, yeah. I mean... She's going to take her mum's mantle and be like the the champion of the exorcism or something like yeah. that. I don't, I don't and know. And it took her to lose her eyes for her to see, see her, daughter her daughter again. Yeah. That was her destiny. Uh, and that is the end of the film, yes. So... Let's get into some stats, shall we? Uh, Statman. Statman, yeah. So this film was released on the 6th of October, 2023. Um, I do not have a cost. I could not find a cost anywhere. Okay. Which is uh, surprising. Um, I, I, I looked everywhere. I couldn't find how much it cost. I mean, how much are we thinking it's probably going to cost? What, 50 mil? 20 mil? Yeah. I'd probably say like less than fifty, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well so far to date it has grossed fifty seven point six million dollars worldwide. Okay. So I get I I don't know if it's a success or not, but I'm I'm assuming that uh the next things would probably uh tell you whether it's a success or not. You can make up your mind from there. But before we get into that, Tom. Right. Uh anything that you would change about this film to make it more scary? No, I thought it had a pretty cohesive story throughout, really. I mean, there was obviously like a little few things which make you go, why is this happening? Um, but I like kind of, there's a lot of foreshadowing that goes on early on in the film that happens later on and all this and that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought it was decent for the most part. I think they paid the Chekhov's guns off well. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Like, everything that kind of got brought up did get wrapped up. So, that's, that's, that's good. Nothing was brought up for no reason. So, but. No? no. Oh, and then that, no. So, I would probably get rid of a lot of the CGI elements of the film. Okay. Because I think what made the original good was that it was all actual effects, um, apart from her head turning around. Obviously, that, that didn't happen. But, I mean, if they could have broken the priest's neck for real, 
in in real life, then I, I would have appreciated that, you know. Like, no, but no, you know, like the woo woo shit, like the the light, the lights, you know, the the sky beam basically that opens up at the end, um, the the smoke woo woo voodoo shit, you know, coming out of their mouths and you right. know, like okay. but because is... the original didn't really have that. The original was more like you saw what was happening to her, and that was the horror. Like she was cutting herself and. You know, she was getting sicker and gaunter and grey and, you know, like... I mean, this is probably the most modern-day horror movies. Yeah, so which cold. I don't like. I don't like... It's it's the same thing that we said last week about Insidious, you know? Don't show the demon. Don't, don't show us so much. You know, leave some stuff to the imagination, you know? Like, tell the story through the... The people, the the actors that are there, you know, like the things are getting worse. You can see that they're in pain. Cuts and bruises are starting to appear everywhere, you know, stuff yeah, like that. I, it I, doesn't need to be all this sky beam, you know, like oh, this is God coming down to actually <laughs> save her, kind of thing. That I, doesn't need to be I there. Can't say I really noticed it that much. In Fair this enough. Okay, so what would you give this film then? Um. Yeah, I think it's very mid-range for me. Um, it's not a film that's going to live long in the memory. Um, I didn't think it was a terrible film, though. So it's very middle, like the road. Like It's not a terrible film, and if it was a terrible film, I probably would have remembered it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to go somewhere like five or six, maybe. Okay. I'll be generous and say six. Okay. Um, it has a 5.1 rating on IMDb. Okay, so halfway, yeah. Uh, it's a new film, so it's not on our list, but a score of that, of 5.1, would put it at the 299th on the list very out low of down. 300. Yeah, very low down there. So it would have just scraped onto the list. Um, it has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ouch, I don't think it was that bad. Uh, with a 58% audience score. Um, and all of this information is correct as of the 15th of October. Okay, wow, okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Uh, critically, it's being slammed pretty badly. Sounds like it. Audiences seem to be in agreement with you, middle yeah, of the road. middle of the road, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's like a disaster, like 22% disaster like that. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's going to be a film that people look at in years from now and laugh. Oh, it's, oh, this this film. Remember this, how bad this was? Yeah, it's it's not. But I don't think it's going to be very memorable. Either. No, no. That's why I didn't rank it that low. Yeah, yeah. It's a <clears throat> cookie cutter. Uh, turn your brain off and watch kind of. Yeah, entertainment. I mean, it's not as you know as memorable as the Exist. Hmm. The original, yeah, or as you know, groundbreaking though. That groundbreaking is a word, so, a good yeah. word, yeah. Okay, so final question, Tom. Did the Exorcist believer terrify you? I mean, it had its moments mainly like jump scares and stuff like that. There were like a few jump scares, but I knew they were coming. And I would say generally no. You know, I think we saw this movie very late at night. Yeah. By the time I got home, it was like half 11-ish. Yeah. And usually if you see a horror movie that late at night, you're going to be thinking about that movie and mm-hmm. traumatised by that movie like if it scared you but I didn't, wasn't scared or traumatised at all when I got home yeah. I just went about my usual routine yep 
Yeah, and this this film had I no impact on me. Came home, whatsoever. went to the toilet, brushed my teeth, and had, and then had no trouble falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, this film did not give me nightmares or make me think there might be someone in my house trying to kill or anything <laughs> like that. No, it did no effect on me whatsoever. Nope, none at all. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Tom. Thank you for joining me. And thank you very much for sticking with us for this film. Um, hopefully, this film, uh, this episode is out on Halloween. Hopefully, it's Halloween while you're listening to this. Ooh. I'm going to try my hardest to get this out before Halloween. Uh, I only have a few days because I am away for the next two weeks, unfortunately. Ooh. So, hopefully, this, this episode will be out in time for Halloween. Hopefully, this film is still out in the cinema. Go and check it out if you want, or don't. Do whatever you want. Okay. Um, but thank you for listening to this show. Uh, and until next time, sleep tight. This has been a Rich Tea Entertainment production. If you like this podcast, come and find our other ones on Apple, Google and Spotify.